The autumn wind is a pirate. Welcome, Raider Nation, to the Raider Nation podcast. I am your host, Raider Greg, and yes, we got a beatdown on Monday night. And it was kind of a weird game and a quirky game, the way it started and everything else. Had a bad feeling. We're going to hit on that and more here on show 577. Raider Nation, on today's show, we will have the post-game four, of course, the nutless, boltless, chargeless chargers, who really handed us a beatdown. Crazy game. Yes, we'll, de- we'll definitely hit on that, because there's a lot that you could take away from this game. The Bears coming to Las Vegas. The return of Mac <laughs> and all kinds of other stories. Uh, pretty good game. It'll be a game we have to win. There's no doubt that we have to bounce back. Um, yeah, we cannot have a twofer. No two in a row here for us this year. It would be detrimental to our psyche. That and the bone line will wrap it up, folks. Okay, so there's a lightning delay at a Chargers game? Come on, man! That and many more escapades happen in this game. I went into the game Mm -hmm. thinking, thinking now, don't start laughing and grinning, (laughs) that the Raiders (laughs) would win the football game for a number of reasons. I just felt like it was Raider time, and they Mm -hmm. may get them, they may get them in Las Vegas. It's a long season. The Raiders are three and one. It's a long mm-hmm. season. Okay, well, let me respond. Let me retort. First of all, I am laughing. And I am laughing because it's a beautiful thing to be more right than two Super Bowl champions. Michael Irvin came on yesterday with his drivel about what the Raiders were going to be. I knew you were coming on today, another Super Bowl champion. And oh, by the way, don't think I'm going to let you off the hook for one second. I see these numbers here by Derek Carr 21 to 34, 196 yards, sacked four times. I, I remember Keyshawn Johnson sitting up in there talking talking about what this brother was going to do, how this brother, top five quarterback, I mean MVP candidate. There was a lot of stuff coming out of your mouth. Don't think I forgot. Don't make me call up the quotes. I'm glad you started off with your soliloquy the way that you did because I had tape to call up in case you denied it, okay? I tried to tell you, Keyshawn, I tried to tell you about Derek Carr, right? Now, that's not to say that he's bad because I still think he's a damn good quarterback. He's got a lot of promise. He's definitely moving upward. We get all of that, but in the end, when we look at the AFC West, I'm sorry. I'm thinking Patrick Mahomes and Justin Herbert. Long before I get to Derek Carr, and he showed me why last night. Apply a little bit of pressure, and it breaks pipes. In the case, in this case, it was Derek Carr's pipe. There's a lightning delay. That was quirky to me, man. When you start a football game, you got to wind yourself up a certain tempo. That's sports in general. You know, anybody who's ever played. You have to get yourself liquored up. <clears throat> Not that way, but you get yourself wound up at the right time. So the Raiders came out flat, but they've come out flat in the last few games. Actually, last two games, big time. 
So uh, two zeros, zero in the first quarter and zero in the second quarter. Matter of fact, in all our games this year, the total sum of points in the first quarter has been five. That's right. A field goal and a safety, and you can just forget the safety. Well, offensive created one field goal in the first quarter in the first four games. That's not good enough. It's not good enough for any team, especially one that wants to go anywhere. I believe in the first half we had 54 yards. <laughs> that's crazy low. Um, that's anemically low. And then this 28-14 beating, literally, because it seemed to me at the beginning of the game, I don't. the last few games, is it... Gruden that's scripting these plays and Carr just going along with it. I don't understand it because I'll tell you in this game, look at the first six drives of the game. Three and out, three and out, three and out. And I think there was a turnover there. Yep. So, (laughs) you know, Jacobs, 13 carries for 40 yards, ain't going to make it. They're running back. Eckler, 15 carries for 117 yards. Now we're talking. So let's let's talk about this these first six drives still. You know, it's a combination of problems. It's not all the offensive line because that's what it truly looked at. Most of the game looks like the O-line. Now we do have some turkeys on the O-line. Let me just tell you right now. We'll have a happy Thanksgiving if we fry up John Simpson, (laughs) a fried turkey. He was horrible this whole game. As a lineman, I've never seen, you know, you don't really look at the line, but this guy was missing tackles. And our first round pick, Gruden's having a hard time not telling everybody he's pissed at this guy, but he also has made some blunderous moves in pass protection, uh, he's good in the run game, but in pass protection, this guy needs some work. Now, I know we've got some O-line issues, but listen, man, the Chargers replaced their own line last year, too. The same thing. They did the same thing we did. They got three or four new offensive linemen. What was their problem? Exactly. There wasn't any. So I don't know what's going on with our O-line um, I was never really too concerned with it. Matter of fact, I said before this season, I would hate to see Derek Carr running for his life because I thought if the O-line was that bad, he might have to. And he ran for his existence in this game. And don't get me started with the putts, number 97. You know, please. Yeah, you know, we got close to him. He curled up like a little <laughs> Um, uh, we knew once we hit him a few times, he really gets shook. And, and you saw on, on CC's sack, he was pretty much curling into a ball before we even got back there. So um, great dude, great player. He's been having a great year. But we know once you get pressure on him, he kind of shuts down and he's not as effective with the, with the crowded pocket. So uh, that, was, that was the key to it. He curled up like a little <laughs> Yeah, grab a brain, will you? I swear. Bosa, please go to speech school so you don't sound like such a buffoon. 
Carr shouldn't have said shit. Carr should have just said, we'll see you in a few months. We'll see you again. Next time. That's all he had to say. But there were too many words in this whole thing, too. Um, Our offense, I mean, our defense kept us in the flipping game. And we lost some players on defense, too, to injury, which pisses me off because you lose people because you're tired. And our defense was on the field all first quarter, all first half. Our offense was rarely seen on the field. I mean, we cannot play football depending on our defense every game. Absolutely childish, ridiculous. And let me tell you, Derek Carr, as much as I do love him, I can't hate him at the same time because in this first half of this game, there were several opportunities to make big plays at crucial moments that he didn't even see. Check down Charlie in this game for sure. He was afraid. I'd be afraid with Joey Bosa, you know, barreling down on me. But, hey, man, that's the name of the game. That's why you get paid $36 million. Stand there, take the hit, throw the football, and if you get hurt, well, next man up. Man, I can't stand Carr when he's like that. You guys know it. I know it because I can't stand it when he's got those happy feet. He's a great quarterback. They need to protect him better. Way better. And you know what? Here's another thing. I'll say it now because I meant it. I've said it a million freaking times. For crying out loud, Gruden, when it's third and seven, stop throwing the football to the, you know, five. So instead of third and seven, now it's fourth and two and you're off the field. Stupid. If you need seven yards, throw the ball seven yards, eight yards, 10 yards, 50 yards, not five yards. I am so sick of those plays. And check down Charlie here. Uh, did quite a few of them in that, that first half. The blame, there's plenty to go around. I know one thing, the cable guy better get his group together. Leatherwood. It's going to be start calling uh, penalty wood. Or they're going to start calling them yellow wood, whichever. Because we can't have false starts one after another in crucial situations, man. It's killing us. When we made yardage two, here's another observation. We used power blocking, power scheme. Two linemen on one guy, two linemen on another guy. And a tight end helping in the middle to open up the run. And that's when we caught our best run plays. I can't even, you know, we we did that like four times and then never to be seen again. So this, this uh, blocking scheme that we have or the zone, zone scheme for these guys on this line, maybe the last guys worked great. These guys need to work on Maybe they'd start out working more and more power blocking. Maybe we'll get some yardage on first and second down. Because I don't give a crap how they block as long as they open a hole so the running back can give us three or four yards in the first and second down. That's what's killing our team. Third and eight, third and ten, third and 35. And this game was no different, and that's it. And why would we have to want to come back? 
Why does this team want to come back from 14 points down? Who would? I mean, I'm glad we can. At least, you know, it shows a lot of guts and moxie. But this coaching staff, I'm telling you, man, I'm pissed at Gruden for his crappy calls. Running the ball three times in a row. First first and ten, we get three. Second and seven, we get one. Okay, so now it's third and four. And he throws the ball two yards on an out. Swing out pass, doesn't go. Fourth down, got to kick the ball. Crazy, man. I'm sick of it. <laughs> I'm sick of it. If we're going to not make a pass, let's not make the pass that'll give us a first down. Does that make sense to anybody else? Because it does. It sure as heck does to me. And they're going to have to start moving the pocket with these linemen, man. They're going to have to create a moving pocket to protect him. He is not a swing-out passer. He's not Patrick Mahomes or any of these other guys. You know, he does not run and throw the ball super well. He does okay. But, you know, we want to keep him clean and dry And if he has to run a little bit to one side, let's move the whole pocket that way so he doesn't get pummeled by Joey Bo. I'll just call him Blosa for now. (laughs) Uh, Got after him early uh, because, I mean, it just seems like we did a good job, obviously, bending but not breaking. People love to use that that line, but uh, I think we did a a really good job because... we, I, uh, it was a great team win and uh, missed the field goal that was, that was huge huge boost for us and I think after that um, but yeah it's just I mean in years past you come in at half with a lead I'm like oh god what are we going to do this time to screw this up and it's I'm sorry but it's kind of how my how my mind worked because it just happened so many times um, nobody's fault <laughs> all of our faults um <laughs> Anyway, this game was tragic because really we could have won. We had enough strength and moxie to do so. For my life, I don't know how come we came out so flat. Don't ask me if it was the lightning or the thunder or the whatever it was, but the powder blue. Okay, like remember when LaDamian Tomlinson used to be with these characters? They always won. And I know you were sick of that as much as I was, but I, you know, we better get it together because this is the battle for the West, man. This ain't just jiving around. We got to win these games. We can lose to Eagles. We cannot lose the division games. And this game was weird because there was a momentum change, and I, I just don't understand why we couldn't maintain any kind of rhythm in the first quarter. Just absolutely none. And I blame the coaching staff. I think this all pl- falls plainly on poor planning, I think. I mean, um, you watch the game over. You watch the first two halves. Watch the offensive line. Watch how the players are called. See how they come out, and you tell me. You know, we're not going to go undefeated this year, but damn. We could have made a contest out of it. This looked like a beatdown, and we were beat. Our defense got worked over in this game, and they shouldn't have been because our offense could should have been more on top of things 
And that's on you, Gruden. And that is all I have to say about that. Raider Greg. My name is My name is My name is Raider Greg. And don't get me started with the putts number 97. You know, please. Yeah, you know, we got close to him. He curled up like a little guy. I love it. Sunday, October 10th, 105 p.m. Pacific Daylight Time. The Chicago Bears fly into Las Vegas for a home game with the Las Vegas Raiders. And boy, oh boy, it's going to be a home game. Let's hear that Bears song, Randy. is a raider pillaging just for fun he'll knock you round and upside down and laugh when he's conquered and won let's just take a quick look at the injury report here um the bears are jacked up i mean (laughs) uh defensive lineman akeem hicks he's got a groin he didn't practice there's a lot of guys here that are messed up Khalil Max has rib injury and a foot. He didn't practice. Um, David Montgomery, their number one running back, he did not practice. Doesn't look like he's going to play. And they named Justin Fields their quarterback. Good for them. I think they should have made that choice long ago. Nothing wrong with Andy Dalton back in the day, but he's a shell of his former self, trust me. Now, let's see. Damon Arnett, real questionable of whether he's going to play. Peyton Barber, real questionable. Derek Carrier, him too. He's got a pectoral tear, and if anybody's ever had one, you'll never forget it because it is brutally painful. Um, Trayvon Mullen, I'm worried about him, man. I'm really worried because he's one of our best defensive players, period. He has a toe injury, and I don't know if it's turf toe. I hope not because some of those you have to have surgery, and it takes a long time. It's a nagging injury. <clears throat> Anybody who has it, it's tough for the whole season till they can fully rest, because rest is the only key, and he ain't going to get no rest. Not this season. Uh, Ngakwe didn't practice either. Casey Hayward Jr. had full practice. I think everyone else is in pretty good shape. We'll know more by game day, of course. But that's pretty much what it looks like now. Let's look at the Bears. Their defense hasn't changed much. Last year was a top five defense. I don't know where they're ranked about now, but 
they're still formidable and they can put the rush on. And our offensive line looks a whole lot like their offensive line. The only difference is Justin Fields could run 35 yards upfield before he gets tackled, as opposed to Derek Carr, which can't. Justin Fields is a new quarterback with a fresh arm, kind of a fresh guy, and he can push the ball downfield, but he's a rookie. We're going to have to stay on this kid, keep him on the inside, and someone's got to watch him every play because he'll take off and gas you, hurt you. They have some decent wide receivers, and he can get the ball there. This game is no given. There's not a given game in the NFL. And if any Raider fan out there is thinking, oh, it's just the Bears. Well, they're 2-2, two and two, and they're pros too. They get paid to play, and the return of Mac is no joke. None. Mac is coming home. It is kind of funny they named Justin Fields the quarterback. I think they should have. I think the coach was getting major heat from the owner. It's time to do it because the owner was getting heat from the fans and he was tired of it. And sometimes you just got to do what you got to do. This coach didn't want to pull him in because he didn't want to harm the, the young lad because that's just football, man. Sometimes you can do it. Sometimes you can't. It all depends when you come into the league. I'm telling you right now, it all depends on what team you drafted into. Justin Fields got a good gig. He's a good player. I, I would really be, I'm really concerned about him because uh, they got Marquise Goodwin on the outside, a wide receiver. Allen Robinson is no joke. Cole Komet is a great tight end. He's a really good block end, but he'll, he'll hurt you. Jimmy Graham's on their team. Darnell Mooney as a wide receiver is a player. So we have, we'll have our hands full on defense, and our secondary is hurting right now. It could be brutal. we got to win this damn game. We cannot have their defense dictating this game to us. We better figure out a way to deal with the pass rush for the Raiders because they got it here. I'm going to tell you right now. Robert Quinn, Roquan Smith, Alec Ogilvy, Khalil Mack, <laughs> Eddie Goldman, Akeem Hicks. These guys are real, man. This is a shotgun coming to town. We'll be ready, man. This offensive line better get a big, stiff drink and get a nice rest, some ice baths, and get ready to get out there because they're going to be challenged this Sunday at home. It's a home game. Definitely a home game. We have to win, and we have to win convincingly. You know what I'd like to see? I would love to see the Raiders beat the Bears 32-7. to I mean, or 28-3. to Or 42-22. to I would like to see us route a team for this season. Um, I mean, I don't know if we're going to be able to do that on the Bears, perhaps. But I'd like to see a solid win without a heart attack or a stroke at the end of the game. That's all. I'm just all I'm asking for. And we have to be really, really prepared for this game. We got to get these guys put away early, score like maniacs in the first half. 
just go crazy and score as much as you can. I'm going to tell you. Our next opponent is the Broncos. Yep, another division opponent's our next game. We cannot play with the Bears. We have to eliminate the Bears and then move the hell on. We need the momentum. We need the Karma Sutra. We need whatever you want to call it, the Mojoski. We need it going in to the Broncohoge. Because that game is always bloody and brutal. And I love it. <laughs> I love it so. So let me just say this, man. The Raiders are favored by five. That always worries me when they're favored by anything. But I wouldn't look at that, man. I would not even look at that. It's a weird number, too. Five. Who would say five? Huh. Long story short, I don't care. I do care that we win. And I would love to see us win in a convincing style. And whatever it takes to do that. But they better figure out something with Carr, moving this pocket, getting these old linemen, sticking a a cattle prod somewhere where they have to have it done, however it gets done. But we got to move this O-line. We got to move the other defensive line off the ball. And if it's power blocking, then let's be, let it be so. But uh, they got to fix that this week. I think we can beat the Bears at home and uh, hopefully and be in good enough shape to leap right on to the Bronco game. I say we win this game. By a touchdown, maybe even 10 points. And that is all I have to say about that. No, here's a quick word from Joey Bosa. <laughs> that is all. Bad the bone. Bad the bone. All right, it's time for the bone line. Let's let everybody vent out. <laughs> That's what we're here for. 1-800-620-7181. 1-800-620-7181. Get on the bone line. Call it. <laughs> yeah, because we got to all figure out what's going on here, folks. Can you smell the cheese? <laughs> Our good brother, the Cheesehead Raiders in the house, right from Wisconsin. What's up, bro? Raider Greg, Raider Randy, Raider Nation. This is the Cheesehead Raider from Wisconsin. Two minutes left, 28-14. Raiders are going to lose the first game of this season. Um, well, now that we've lost, we can start looking at the negatives. Uh, I've said it for a couple games now. Our offensive line is not that great. You can replace one player here, one player there, but when you replace four starters, and especially when one of them is a center, you're going to have some problems. Defensive line played halfway decent. Carr did, you know, decent job. Uh, got Jacobs back, but again, couldn't get a lot of yards because offensive line. Um, that's going to be, as of now, our weak point. Hopefully Cable uh, can get some things coached up. But if uh, our offensive Sublime keeps playing the way it is. It's going to be a long season. Um, still got, you know, faith. We're playing well, but offensive line is uh, where it's at. 
you know, games are won in the trenches. Our defensive line is doing very well, but now our offensive line is short. Um, if you haven't figured out, I think my call is pretty much about the offensive line. <laughs> so we're tied for first place with the Bronco Hose and now the Nutless, Boltless, Chargeless Chargers. We got the Cubs next year, or I'm um, sorry, next week. Um, see if we can get back on track. This is Cheesehead Raider, and I am out. Well, I agree with you. It's the offensive line. There's certainly some miscues by a lot, uh, like not shedding blocks <clears throat> and working to that second-tier guy who's coming in on the delayed blitz. There's a lot of that happening. But Derek Carr's not seeing all the open receivers. There's a little bit for everybody to handle in this game. The defense played a great game. They kept us alive, period. Um I'm sure there's some things that they could have done better too, but as far as I'm concerned, they saved the game for this team. And um, yeah, I think there's uh, some stuff we got to work on. Hopefully, the cable guy <laughs> will tune it on up and we'll just roll uh, with the Chicago Bears and see if we can make some improvements. We're going to have to because the Mac, the Mac Daddy, is coming home. Thanks for the call, bro. Our next caller reader is Chris from Scranton, PA. What's happening, bro? I know you're not happy. <laughs> Raider Greg, Raider Randy, Raider Nation. This is Raider Chris, Scranton, PA. Two minutes left in the game. It's pretty much over. Uh, we didn't expect to go undefeated. But uh, we didn't expect that first half to go the way that it did either. Zero yards, more penalty yards than total yards that took a toll on us and it was too little too late towards the end of this game and you know we played a good chargers team everybody knows that herbert and this team is gonna be a force to reckon with but uh we got we gotta do something with this offensive line because it's garbage trash outside of colton miller i mean leatherwood looks terrible and so do the rest of the team. I mean, Carr was just fighting for his life out here, and he's still doing his best. Um, hopefully we make some kind of trade, including Farrell. Um, get some free agents in here. Uh, Sweezy's a free agent. Bring somebody in. But uh, can't ask for much more than from this defense in the second half. They got tired. Plain and simple. Chicago better watch out because we're going to take it out on them. Raider Nation, I'm out like that fat girl in dodgeball. First, I love we're going to take it out on Chicago. I think so, too. I agree with you. And the offensive line, <laughs> I hope they can find somebody, but I don't think so. Not this late in the game. All the big boys, all the good big boys are picked up. So maybe we can raid someone's practice squad. I don't know. Uh, seems like we do have a lot of practice squad guys on there right now. But it's not all the line. I mean, Carr is running for his life, so the coaching should, you know, move the pocket. Move these buffoons to one side or the other so they can protect Carr as he has to run outside. I don't know. Maybe it's me. Maybe it's simple. I don't know. But they got to protect Carr better or we're going to be in a bad situation later this season. Thanks for the call. And our next caller, Ruben. From North Carolina. What is happening, my brother? What's up, Brady Gray? 
Raider Nation. This is Ruben from North Carolina calling in. I had a big three Tuesday at that. I hoped it would have been, but here we are. Uh, that was a terrible game last night for us. Uh, sucks for all the Raider fans that showed up in, in L.A. And for our uh, extra home game of the year that we have every year against the Chargers. But, you know, there's a lot of thinking, and this team will all go as far as the coach and Derek Carr went to the media, too. Um, we made, I know we had a lot of injuries early on. Peyton Barber got hurt. Um, Kenny Drake was all that ineffective. And Josh Jacobs is still not really 100%. And when you got an injured Josh Jacobs, you can't run him against that O line. That O line is horrible. Uh, I'm wondering if uh, John Gruden and Mike Mayock are looking through the waiver wire and see if there's any anybody who's available on the O line to come in, come in and trying to turn up for the team. We need some help um, on the O-line. Um, our number one pick but horrible again against these elite pass rushers like Nick Hulta. Um You know, there's one stat that people fail to realize when defending our number one pick. He, he, was, he, led, he was number two in the nation when it came to penalties. On offensive linemen coming into the draft this this, uh, this past year, not a really good stat. I mean, I know the guy has a lot of potential, but that's just a little nugget to put out there and making guys think about, you know, some of our players on our team and their, their weaknesses. You know, we all know the strengths, but really, someone to be here about our their weaknesses. Um. You know, we saw classic Derek Carr going to his first read, even when that that player's not open, um, taking sacks when he shouldn't. You know, he's playing so well. You know, proving a lot of people wrong, including this very fan here who's talking to you guys. You know, the last couple of years, I've been pretty critical of Derek Carr. I want him to succeed, but. I'm like you, Greg. Um, I, I don't look at the team with blinders. You know, I want I want the team to do well, not just one player. And if individual stats become more important than team stats and wins, uh, you, you're not the type of player I want on my team. Um, Derek Carr has got to he's got to do better in those spots. You know, he's got to know our weaknesses on the O line and in the running game, and you know, he's got to. He's got to be smarter. You know, he's got to think like Aaron Rodgers and, and Tom Brady. You know, those guys, even with the weak defense, they know how to will a team to win, even with, you know, you know, half the talent that most other teams will have. That's what, that's what makes them superstars and Hall of Famers. Um, I hope we do better against the Bears this week. I know the Bears are tough. They're coming off a win. Um, I know the offense isn't all that strong, and their running back is hurt as well. But um, I just want I just want wins. That's all I want. Uh, I hope uh, they go back to the film. Some people, this is magic like he did last year. We really need them this time around, big time. You know, just, man, just I don't want to go back to the way it's been the last few years. 
All right. On that note, I hope everybody has a great day. Uh, stay safe, and I'll talk to you guys on the next one. Bye. I think your best take is, I don't want to go back to the Raiders of the last few years. <laughs> For sure. I agree. First, the offensive line, we all know. Uh, Leatherwood, we start calling him Yellowwood because he's he, he does, and he was the second most penalized player on the offensive line in college. So I don't I don't know what the answer is. I hope the cable guy can pull his magic off like you said. I think so. I think they have to change the offense. They have to change the offense. Gruden cannot expect to do what he wants to do without the right parts. I mean, <laughs> we've talked coaching. I'm telling you, I am screaming it now. If he doesn't adjust, you know, I, I don't we're we're not gonna do very well, that's all. And you'll see it. Uh, we better not see that same uh, malarkey here this coming Sunday. And I got to question a lot of his calls, man. When he's running the ball, we weren't even moving the ball, and he's running it on third and four. I mean, come on, man. You got to get that pass off. That's a Renfro call. Uh, it killed a lot of our drives. The play calling was so bad. And Carr. Carr? Like you said, can be a superstar if you give him enough time. If you protect him, he's all over it. But the minute he starts to feel that pressure and you know someone's coming after him, we all see it. We've seen it before. He's been our quarterback for eight years. We know how he plays. This is him. So if we can't protect him with the line, we got to do something else. I agree, bro. And thank you for the call. And our next caller is the Bloody Raider from England. Hello, hello, hello. It's Sam from the England again. He's here. Just the one that gave me expect to win against the Chargers. Oh, but even then, <coughs> sorry about that. They are the most exciting team in the league for a neutral. But we're not neutrals, man. It hurts. Jesus. Go on, you Raiders, anyway. <coughs> that tackle was sensational. Oh, I'm so tired from staying up to watch it, but hey. Come on, Raiders! We got this! It's the buggy Raider and he's out! So, what is happening, man? You gotta get these games and you gotta stay up all night. I know that uh, Keith Smith used to stay up all night, uh, go to bed wee hours of the morning. Well, all you guys do. That's just how it is. That's how the game is for over there, you guys. Uh, yeah, brutal loss for us, but we're still 3-1. and one. We don't have to hang our head yet. we got to work on some stuff, bro. Thank you for the call, man. It's, I know it's not cheap calling from there. And our next caller is Raider Jim, and he's out there on the East Coast. So, bro, what do you got for us on this game? Usually pretty sharp. Raider Greg, Raider Randy, this is Raider Jim calling again from out here on the East Coast the day after the debacle in Los Angeles. And uh, I am kind of sick to my stomach today whenever I think about that game last night. Uh, it, it reminded me of the hapless days of old 
of yesteryear that we thought we were beyond those those games that seem to come each year in the past 20 years, sometimes multiple games where the Raiders just look like they are in a in a completely different class of football that is lower than the team that they're playing. I don't get it. I don't, of course, I knew we weren't going to go undefeated. I knew we were going to have some 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 poor performances in spots. But that first half against the Chargers, just they were completely outclassed. And it was embarrassing, and I don't get it. And uh, I really don't. I don't understand how you come out that, that seemingly unprepared. I know we had, you know, a couple issues on the offensive line, uh, you know, but injuries, as, as it is said all the time, injuries are part of the game. Um, and then in the second half, of course, we were down two starting corners. But in the second half, they actually played a competitive game, uh, even outscoring the Chargers in the second half. So what I don't understand, again, is how you play so poorly in the first half against the Chargers. I don't get it. And I, I don't get the start of these games. If we're, it, I love Gruden. I'm a Gruden fan. But is he still doing, which I, I'm assuming he is, his first 12 or 15 plays being scripted? Man, they need to throw that away because that's not working. Whatever they're doing at the beginning of games is not working, obviously. So I'm not ready to throw in the towel on the season, but we got our tails beat last night, and the Chargers look like a much better team than the Raiders at this point. Sorry to say, but from what I see, it is what it is. I hope they come back. I hope they can beat the Bears. I hope this doesn't start. A slide already, uh, but we shall see. In the meantime, I will continue to root for the Raiders. Please just win, baby. All right, Brother Greg, we'll talk to you all soon. You know, I couldn't have said it better myself because you read my mind during this game. The first half, I kept thinking to myself, okay, well, there they are. There's the Raiders I've known. There's the Raiders that I've seen play in the last decade. There, <laughs> There's those guys. I don't know where they've been these last three games, but here they are right in front of me doing what they've done. But honestly, that's not what's happening. You know, it's a different, it's a different thing. Our defense is way better. We have problems, but it's not the same problem. Um, we need to protect Carr. I, I just think Cable Guy is going to be able to do it. I do. I think he's going to get these knuckleheads together, and um, they're going to figure it out. I just hope if they if they have to, I hope they just change the whole blocking scheme from a zone blocking scheme to back to a power blocking scheme, which has always been the Raiders kind of a thing. Well, not always, but... Um, Power blocking seems to work for these guys. At least it did in this game for the few times they tried it. Maybe we'll get more of that in the next game. Don't worry, brother. We're still in the three three ones. Not a bad place to be this time of year, bro. And our next caller, right straight from the megalopolis of Conrad, Montana. Raider Jakes is in the house. He's got an opinion. We're going to hear it. Raider Nation, Raider Greg, hello, how are you? 
folks getting along. Raider Jake's calling in from Conrad, Montana. Yes, I guess it showed up last night. We got at our offensive line, you know. Gabe Jackson and Rodney Hudson, they're going out of there. And, you know, Alex Latterward, he's, he's struggling. He's a rookie, but he's been thrown into the fire. But, you know, uh, that's no excuse if you're a fireman. You know, you can't be afraid of the fire. So, yes, I still have big hopes for the season. You know, I could feel it in my bones that we're not going to win last night, even before the game started. Like, even our, our quarterback, and I love Gary Carr, I really do. He said in, in a pre in a, po, a pre-game, I guess, something was off, post-game, something was off. Well, what's the whole daggone team? Okay, Raider Nation, we're going to win. We have to keep on having a fade. Let's keep the fade, and let's keep on plugging along. Raider Nation, I am out. Well, that's a strong, positive call, man. I like that. Because we can turn it around. We're three and one. It's not like we're four and zero oh and four, uh, which I've seen. Um, we we're not in a bad place. We can get better. I'm hoping, and so is everybody else. Thanks for the call, brother. I'm gonna love this call, and so are you. This is my good brother Raul Oliveros. Very smart, very smart football fan. What's happening, bro? <laughs> Raider Nation, Raider Greg, Raider Randy, what's going on? Raul Oliveros here. And so, we got a little reality check. Got a little smack in the mouth by the Chargers this past Monday. But that's okay. Wise man once said, it's in the can. Move on to Chicago. Let's learn from our mistakes. Let's grow throughout the, the, the week. And it's a young season. It was only our fourth game. So we're still three and one. We're still tied for first, which is a positive. But we got a lot of work to do. We got to work on our offensive line. The boys got to freaking settle down. Stop making all those freaking false starts. That hurt us. No protection. That hurt us. You know, their car got a little rattled. He fumbled a few times. Fortunately, he didn't lose them involved. So the boys in the defense, they played tough, but they did get tired at the end. So you can't blame them. They played their hearts out. It was a good game. We came out the losing end of it, but we move on. We're still 3-1. and one. Looking forward to this coming weekend. We got Big Daddy Khalil Mack coming back. The Mack attack. Put a lockdown on him, guys. And let's score some points against the Bears and get the W and go to 4-1. and one. This is Raul Oliveros, and I am out. Love the call, brother, as always. Full of wisdom. Yeah, well, <clears throat> I don't know if they can fix it, but we are just 3-1. and one. It's not like we should be panicking. It's just the way the team lost. And the way they lost in the first half was disturbing to all of us. But they came back. They fought back. They have a team. I think you're saying the same thing I would say. We're young. Young season. Offensive line has to grow, man. They got to get it together quickly. Uh, But our defense would have kept us in the game more if they'd have had a little more rest, for sure. They got used and abused. 
uh, and they played their hearts out for sure. So, man, we got to get we got to get these bears. The bears got to go down. <laughs> yeah, the bears got to poop in the woods. That's for sure. Um, yeah, we got to get them off the field. No poop on the field. I think the Raiders can win this game, and it's a game we must win just for momentum issues. Appreciate the call, brother. And our next caller is no nonsense, let me tell you. The Jersey Boy Raider means business, man. What's happening, bro? Raider Greg, Raider Randy, Raider Nation, the Jersey Boy Raider. You know, when I called last week, Raider Greg, I said, well, it wasn't pretty, but we got the W. And Monday night, it wasn't pretty. <laughs> we got our butts kicked. Love the comeback. Love the heart that we showed in the third quarter, but uh, come on. Can't go down 14 nothing, 14 nothing again, 21 nothing. That's preparation. That's coaching. That's everything combined. How does this team continue to do that? I mean, could have we come back? Yeah, we were driving 21-14. Great pass to Ruggs. And take the sack because that was the theme. All night long, Carr really didn't have any time. Offensive line, we're exposed. We were definitely exposed that night against a very good defensive line. And that's what's going to happen. You know, I hate to bring up calls and penalties and all this stuff and referees, but I, I, I don't usually do that. But the one call that really got to me, I still can't get past because it killed our only good drive. The first good drive we had all game was the Waller taunting. When just the day before, watching the Eagles game, not only did the, the player spike the ball, but then did a dance and everything out of bounds and was on the 50-yard line. Are you kidding me? I, I, I can't believe that was called. Crush that, that drive. Of course, hey, let's just call a timeout and take a, take a look at uh, Jacobs. Oh, what do you know? He was down before he got to the line. Oh, really? Because <laughs> the booth, uh, you know, on Monday Night Football, barely even looked at it. I felt like we got screwed a few times on, on the calls. And, and I just got to tell you, I mean, you really can't put this on anyone in particular. Yes, certain people showed up. Hey, by the way, Cole, how great is he as a punter? Thank God for him. Renfro, well, we know what he did. He made the best tackle of the game. We had a tough game. All right, we all know why we lost, but let's think about it for a second. I asked last week, why are we 3-0? and Well, here's the bigger question this week is what are we going to do? What are we going to do now, 3-1, and with a very, well, I should say, four winnable games coming up, starting with Chicago. Then you got the Eagles, or I'm sorry, yeah, Broncos, Eagles, Giants. Are you kidding me? This team could be 7-1, and but let's see where we are after these next four games and then we find out who we really have with the team. Because we're all excited going into Monday night. But right now, yeah, let's pump the brakes for a second. A little bit concerned. Let's see how we react. We know the Raiders of the past. Oh, I was at the Jet game when we imploded and the rest of the season was done in Jersey. And I'll be there in the Giants game in Jersey, which we should we better win. But I got to say, the question for this week is, how do we respond? How do the coaches prepare? How does the team get up for it? Now, we have injuries. But let's see what we do in these next four games, Raider Nation, and that will tell you the team we will have in January. And with that being said, tough one, guys. Jersey boy out. I love your call, bro. I love your take. Certainly says it all. Um, 
and you're there in New York, man. You're in the middle of it all wearing your silver and black. Good for you, bro. I'm sure you take the heat. Definitely take the heat. But you got to. It's the city. Um, Yeah, the next four games will say a lot. Uh, The next game will say a lot in every game because I've learned with this team, you can't really look past the next game ever because even games you think for sure there's no way we're on a roll we've got all the things working you're not sh- and then you know we'll lose to a game but you know think about the team we had in 2002 you know think about the games we won that season um convincing wins you know just dominant just dominant wins dominant running dominant passing dominant defense we need that again. We'll get it again. We're almost there. We're so close. Uh, and we're growing. So I think it'll get better. We'll see, brother. But one game at a time for me, because I can't look past the Bears. <laughs> and our next caller, the R-V-A Radar. Calling from Richmond, Virginia. Well, you got a story. I know you do. Let's see what you saw on Monday night. I love it. Raider Greg, Raider Randy, Raider Nation. This is Raider Trip, a.k.a. the RVA Raider, calling from Richmond, Virginia. It's Wednesday after the Monday night game when we lost to the Chargers. Obviously, big disappointment. I got to say, though, I'm most disappointed with the coaching. I feel like there's just something missing. Watching the first half of football of all four of our games this year, it seems like we're just not making good coaching decisions on Monday night. It was hard to watch us continually try to run the ball and have it not work. I felt like Gruden was just doing that because Josh Jacobs was healthy and because he was there, you feel like, well, we got to use him. In the second half, as soon as we started passing the ball a little more, we got things going. I feel like if we've been doing that in the first half, things would have been all right. All things considered, felt like the defense was hanging in there, doing the best job they could, considering that the offense was getting three and out. Seemed like every single series, the taunting call of water, that was a bunch of BS. Pretty typical, though, for the kind of call that will go against us as soon as we get a little bit of momentum going. I think Hunter Renzler definitely deserves some major props for that amazing play he made on that fake pump play. That was just pretty incredible. Aside from that, it's disappointing, but still can't be too banged up about the way things are going this season. Three and one ain't too shabby. The next three games that we have before our bye, I feel like are pretty manageable. I know we got Chicago coming up in the next week. I honestly forget it. We got the next couple weeks after that. I think we got the donkeys in one of those games, but should all be pretty manageable. I think that we got a pretty decent shot at looking like six and one, maybe five and two before we head into the bye. And that would be pretty damn good. So, anyways, keep your head up, Raider Nation. We're going to have a great season. Being 4-0 at this point in the year, it's, it's pretty damn hard. You see, there's only one other team that's done it. 
So keep the hope alive. I'll talk to y'all later. This is Raider Trip. I'm out. Well, first, thank you for the call, brother. And yes, absolutely, we're four and one now, or three and one. So we just have to keep winning games, stacking them up. Can't look too far in the in the future, but boy, wouldn't it be nice to go into the bye with five or six wins? Heaven forbid seven. Mike Florio won't know what to do with himself. Neither will Colin Cowturd. And neither will anyone else who keeps <laughs> writing our demise every week. Um, they would know what to do with themselves, bro. They'd have to jump on the wagon. They'd have to jump on the bad wagon. And that's what they hate. And that's what I love. <laughs> Thank you for the call, brother. All right, it's on to the Bears. Let's hope that these Raiders can muster it up and the cable guy can figure this line out because if anybody can, he can. Uh, let's hope these big men can get it big and get it together uh, for our line and keep Derek Carr from going to the hospital because Chicago can make it happen that way. We got this game. If we play our best game, we can beat Chicago. Let's get it done, Raiders. I am Raider Greg, and I am out.